Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the last episode of the Chamberlain Cats Knowledge Podcast in the year of our Lord 2021. My name is Chamberlain. I just got my third COVID shot yesterday and I feel terrible. But that doesn't matter because all three of us are here and these two gentlemen will lighten my mood. Chamber or Chance and Alex, hello. Hi. Help me out here. <laughs> I am helium in human form. I got my, I got a, well, let's see. My old vaccine is completely ineffective to Omicron, so I got my first Pfizer shot uh, Christmas Eve. Who did you have before? I had the J&J, which is useless. Oh, okay. And now I just live in fear for the next seven days. Omicron's supposed to not be as bad, but nothing that really matters. I mean... Okay, well, what's what's the hospitalization looking like? Much for, lower. If, if you have Johnson & Johnson. Um, uh, from what zero? I've heard from my dad, who's who's like read journals on it, zero, absolute well, th- zero. There you go. So 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 you're you're well protected against your own death, but it's still important to try to no, make sure. This well, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Office. Um, protection rate from J and J is zero. So you'll oh, get it, Omicron? but you won't. Yeah. But you won't go into the hospital because that's the question. I from, I think not because I've never. Okay. My dad said, like, it's not life and death, but also my doctor dad has never used the phrase life and death in a sentence to me before. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, this one, this third shot wore me out than the second shot. It wore me out more than the second shot did. I, I just, just felt really today. woozy. No, I, yesterday I got at like 5 o'clock. By 10 I was like, oh, time for bed. And all day today I've just been at best semi-conscious. Okay, a booster dose of Johnson & Johnson's uh, single-dose COVID-19 vaccine is was 84% effective at preventing hospitalizations in South African healthcare workers. For Omicron? Yes. Oh, good. Yes. Well, I needed a booster anyway, so might as well get the whole damn thing over again. There you go. Yeah. I, I can't get my booster till like, the 10th, I think. Oh, no. This is how it's going to be. It's like flu shots and COVID shots every year now. It's just how it is, which is uh, fine. Maybe. Um... Yeah. So some good movies came out like Christmas Eve on streaming services. Anyone watch those? On streaming? Yeah. Mm, well, just the one show. What, Don't Look Up? Hmm? W- which show, Alex? The Witcher. The Witcher. Okay. Oh. <laughs> okay, so you watched season two of The Witcher. I have not, not watched all one episode. We're only up to like three, four. Like the- We've mentioned the third episode, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Episode three. So right. like... I don't know. We're just kind of tantalized. Some good monster work, decent acting. Wow, you're going slow with it. Yeah, real slow. Wow, that's a lot of self control from Alex. Have you seen it? No. Oh man, just really good leshy in there. I've been watching movies and stand up. What kind of stand up? Um, Okay, Netflix just put out a thing. uh, It's called I think it's called the the comedians. Hang on, I wrote I put down notes. And it's got Melissa Villasenor doing a half-hour stand-up, and I always wanted to just see Melissa Villasenor do a set, because uh, I love her impressions on SNL. I think I think she's fucking hilarious. You see that one where she was in bed with, um, uh, he was on Parks and Rec, but then he got canceled. Aziz Ansari? Oh, Aziz Ansari, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. She just, she had me on the floor just on SNL, so I had to watch her stand-up set. And I ended up going back and watching, I want to say, Beth Stelling and uh, Dion Cole from previous seasons. I love both of them. I love Dion Cole. I love Dion Cole. But, did, um, did you ever see, um, uh, what was it, uh, working show? Angie Tribeca? Yes! God, it was yes. so funny on that. I, I was pissed off that I couldn't, like, like that, that's not on streaming services anywhere, because Angie Tribeca was like the Naked Gun, the series to me. Yeah. I loved it. I you loved it. You go get him, Angie Tribeca. Yeah. 
Um, so Melissa Villasenor was a very strange half hour stand up, and by the end I was like in fits laughing with her. Mm. It was absolutely fantastic. And then the one I think that starts the series is a guy named Brian Simpsons, and he was also absolutely excellent. Um, but no, the new movies on streaming services, Alex, mm-hmm. are Don't Look Up on Netflix. And have you not heard of that? I haven't. Oh my God. Hang on. Hang on. Wait, that's uh, the name of the movie? Have you even heard of that? Well, the movie is Don't Look Up. The movie is oh, called Don't Look don't... Up. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Nah, no. Wait, you didn't watch it or you haven't heard of it? I don't, I didn't like the trailer. Oh, wow. Like, I, I'm getting really sour on what's his face lately. Like, I, I tried to rewatch the, the big short the other day and it just came off really just tone deaf and asshole-ish, if that makes any sense. Um, well, I, I haven't seen it in a while, but it didn't come across like that for me. To me, it came across like a bunch of Americans Americaning up America, and that's what led to the fall of the economic collapse of America. Like, that's it. And it's, yeah, no, the story was just the story. And I thought that Christian Bale did a fine job as the... Okay, guy. yeah, he was really good. But anyway, okay, so the cast yeah. of Don't Look Up is Leonardo DiCaprio, Jennifer mm-hmm. Lawrence, Meryl Streep as the president... Kate Blanchett is almost was unrecognizable to me for like three scenes, and I was like, "Oh my god, it's Kate Blanchett!" Because she does such an amazing job as an American TV show host, uh, sitting next to Tyler Perry, um, uh, Jonah Hill, uh, Timothy Chalamet, Ron Perlman, Ariana Grande. Ron Perlman, damn. Yes. Uh, that's, yeah, that's a get. That's a weird one. Yeah. And and you, Michael Chiklis. There's just a lot of people. That Michael keep Chiklis. Up. Who? Okay. You know what? Paul, Paul Gilfoy, Melanie yeah. Linsky. Like it's just a great, great, great cast. But the thing about it is, is it's hard to watch because the story of Don't Look Up is the story of modern times when a bunch of scientists are like, uh, the world's going to end, and people are like, that's not cool. Come on, someone guys. should do. You're something. bumming everybody out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're harshing and, my, my mood here. Yeah, and so I absolutely loved it. It really, to me, the, the scientist characters are allowed to be as angry as we kind of feel inside about the inaction that's occurred with climate change and the reaction that's occurred with COVID, where like half the population was just like, eh, it's not real. <laughs> like, yeah. At the expense of like the planet. Uh, so yeah, no, Don't Look Up is is a good movie. It's a really, really solid film. Hey. I don't know. Like, I wanted to like uh, Avenue Five a lot more than I did too. I'm kind of worried. Is that the same guy? No, but it's a similar thing. No, it's not. Uh, Avenue Five was well. No, no, there are there are definitely elements of the absolute ridiculous to it, but it's ridiculousness that I really effectively does demonstrate. Uh, the shittiness of modern times and like mm. the, pro- the post truth era. Why, why do I need to watch a movie for that? I can just watch the news and I get the same thing. <laughs> um, no, it's it's funny. It's entertaining. It's interesting. Um, it's it's great actors giving great performances. Um, but the the it's it's a it's a really good film. Encanto on Disney Plus is really good. I loved Encanto. I I wasn't totally sold on Encanto Encanto from like the first two songs because the first song is like. Meet my amazing magical family. Yeah, everyone I didn't has like a it. power, but but me. Here's yeah. everyone's powers. Here's everyone's powers again. Now I'm gonna remind you what everyone's powers are, and that I don't have a power. We get it. We get it. Then the second song is everyone in my family has an awesome power. Here's what all their powers are. I don't have a power. Like, oh, we get it. We get it. And then it, and then a song comes up called Surface Pressure. Yep. And I cried at Surface Pressure. <laughs> 
I was just blown away by. We don't talk about Bruno was stuck in my head for like three straight days. Yes, it is so fucking catchy. And between we don't talk about Bruno and Canto. And the phrase Silencio Bruno, which comes up repeatedly in Luca, you got to wonder if someone at Disney Animation has a thing against people named Bruno. <laughs> Keeps well, on coming up. No. But they do gestate for like literally decades. But the beginning uh, for Chamberlain, the beginning of We Don't Talk About Bruno goes like this. And the Bruno does come up earlier in earlier in like the first song, but again, we don't talk about Bruno. And then four songs later, um, the the main character, played by Stephanie Beatrice, who's so good from Brooklyn Nine Nine, who is unrecognizable, a, unrecognizable. But this is her normal speaking voice because mm-hmm. she was so deeply in character in Brooklyn Nine Nine. She's always always wanted to do a musical. Here she is leading one. I'm so happy for her. It's like seeing my friend do well. Th- that was great. part of her arc on freaking BoJack. Was it? Yeah, she what? wanted to. She wanted to oh, sing God, a musical. Yeah. And like Bojack ruined her moment in front of the producers, and yeah, she was only in like her. the last season or something. Yeah, or two seasons. Anyway, um, so the beginning of "We Don't Talk About Bruno" goes like this: We don't talk about Bruno, no, no, no. We don't talk about Bruno. But it was my <laughs> wedding day, <laughs> and then and like uh, like maybe four different family members have a verse. And then the final verse is all the verses singing at the same time. It's kind of an awesome song. It's fucking rocks. But overall, I was kind of pissed off with how Lin Manuel all the songs were, and how Lin Manuel all the rhyming was, and how clever mm-hmm. you can tell he thinks he is. Like, um, uh, I'm the strongest. Uh, hang on, I'm not nervous. I'm as tough as the crust of the earth is. It, it doesn't, doesn't rhyme, Lin Manuel. <laughs> but if you say it way, it kind of sounds like it. Does. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. It's not like uh, it's not like palms are sweaty, mom's spaghetti. It's not a clever rhyme like that. It's a dumb rhyme that people have been letting him get away with since Hamilton, and I don't agree with it. And I know hating on Lin Manuel Miranda's, you know, that's 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 dangerous ground to tread. That's I know, a... I know. No, the I'm... backlash is happening. He's no son. Why? What what has he done? Well, no, I oh. see a lot of people like who don't like musicals complaining about him. Like, ugh, he writes corny ass musicals. I'm like, what all popular musical isn't corny? All musicals are corny, but yeah. there's like, but um, I, I want to look up some of the lyrics from uh. From Sweeney Todd, just to demonstrate how Lin Manuel Miranda is no fucking Sondheim. He's really not. I don't understand why Hamilton is as popular as it is. I've seen Hamilton, and so like the problem with Encanto is it's not the songs aren't overall as good <coughs> as I would have to say Frozen Two, like that um, Into the Unknown from Frozen Two mm-hmm. is a way better song than any song from Encanto. Um, but the film in Kanto, the characters in Kanto were absolutely wonderful up until up until like the very end when I'm like I don't understand how everything was fixed on account. Yeah, of everything just kind of stops. Yeah, <laughs> like it's like they didn't have a plot to get to that point really. They really didn't. They really but I didn't. like where it goes, and I like all the characters, and I'm yeah. sad that Mirabelle doesn't get a power. That feels like a. It, I don't it, know. It should have been like it, revealed that your power was keeping us all sane or something. Something like that, or like yeah. I was. The whole thing was like it's gonna—they're all gonna lose their powers, and she's the only one who can deal with it. Hmm. And I bet that was a draft somewhere. Hmm. Yeah, but that would have been like a long third act. I know it felt like there was an act missing. Maybe if they shortened up the first act. I don't know. Like it's just like you, no, you don't want to miss that moment with the younger brother, like the right. I, but like you have to the whole thing's building up to the grandma realizing she's kind of a bitch. Yeah. And then the conflict's over. Right. 
But, and I didn't really feel like Grandma ever took responsibility for anything. She, she didn't. Oh, my son, I've let live in the walls for yeah. like three, like 20 years, Ten years like Ten being free years, labor. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. All is forgiven. Okay. Yeah. But, but again, watching Encanto, really enjoyed it. Uh, it was a lot better. Well, was it better? It's a gorgeous movie. Really good looking. Just, oh, just everything the house does. Her so fucking shirt, cool. like you can tell, it feels like she bought this shirt off the rack, and you can see all the stitching on the shirt. And then it feels like she hand stitched all these colorful flowers all over it, making like, her stay in the nursery super fucked up. I know. Super Everyone else gets up. a room. She's like in her mid twenties, early thirties. She's still living oh in the kids' room. God, like that's weird to me. There's a lot of stuff about Encanto that that doesn't mm-hmm. really pass the water test, but. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, a lot of its emotional moments really resonated. And as an, as a magical adventure, it was quite nice. And it was also nice to have another one of these Disney movies with smaller stakes, you know? Yeah, there's no villain, and it worked. Well, villain's grandma. Abuela. Mm. But like a low-key villain, not like a dangerous villain. Yes. Yeah. So, uh... See, unlike you guys, I actually played video games. Oh, I I, I did a little bit here and there. Bit. Okay. I played video games. Okay. I got 120 shrines in Breath of the Wild, man. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. How That's many are there? How, how, yeah, no, I was no, going to no. say, how many total are there? I got all the shrines in Breath of the Wild, man. Oh! oh and okay. when you do, you unlock the armor of the wild, which is like Link's classic outfit, so it looks like someone took the concept art from like the old games and, uh, and, actually put it on and there? gave yeah. him like the floppy hat. And... I think it like gives you a special ability once you power it up enough where the uh, the projectile from the Master Sword of full health goes way further than normal. But once Does I got it 120 not run out? <laughs> no, it just on uh, on normally you you fling it and uh, depending on how many hearts you have it'll go a certain distance. And that distance yeah. is never very far. Once you have the set of the wild up to level 2, it keeps on going <laughs> yeah. until yeah. it hits something. Uh, but then as soon as I did that, I just stopped. I was like, was okay, it. I'm done. Well, yeah. reached the stopping point again. Yeah. You didn't get all the shrines the first time, did you? Absolutely time? not. Absolutely not. All right. I didn't even kill Ganon. I was just like, well, I'm done. Well, how many times have you killed Ganon? Uh, I think I've only done it once. I think I only did it at the end of my last playthrough. And then, it's a great and, fight. I know, and there's still all kinds of shit that I could do. Like, there's countless side quests I haven't done. Um, there's, you know what? There's you were making your own side quests though, exactly. just out in the world doing there, stuff. There's hundreds of Koroks I haven't done, but but then I decided that getting all, all 120 shrines was going to be the next side quest. And once I'd done that, and I had <laughs> like yeah, all well, the hearts okay. you can get, I'm like, all right, well, that's enough. I have mastered you, Breath of the Wild. You have nothing more to teach me. <laughs> so I bought the Tomb Raider trilogy on sale for 26 bucks. And sort of playing Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Before is that we get the last one, or is that the most the... recent Tomb Raider? Yes, the one, the one where she ushers in, in the South America. Oh yes. yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, let, let's let's skip over this old shit. Uh, Alex, what have you been playing? I hesitate to talk about what I've been playing because they're all on my list. Okay. That's fine. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. Well, I will mention in passing one of the things I was playing. Okay. I am I am here to tell you, unironically. That Guardians of the Galaxy is a good game. I mean, that's pretty you, much what everybody would say. A good, a good game to play. A good thing to experience. Oh, oh, oh. Going, going to my local theater company and supporting the arts is a good thing to experience as well. That is not what I ask of my video. I games. am saying that it is more than its mediocre combat. 
I'm no, saying it's cleverly it written it with well fleshed out characters. It makes um, uh, Drax interesting. That's hard. Yeah, he's pretty one note. Like, like a hundred percent interesting. And I, I'm not. I hesitate to spoil how and why, but Drax becomes this heartbreaking character. Well, his story is I can really heartbreaking. That. Like everyone yeah. he loves was yeah, but, slaughtered. but but it, it's it's still so okay. Aside from all the other side things that are happening, there is this mass religion taking over the galaxy. And the way it works is there's the promise. And the promise is, is that you will get your loved ones back. Ooh. And the way it works is it shows you something from your past. And the only one of the Guardians that ends up falling or being taken over by the promise is Drax. I, I see that, yeah. Yeah. But then you have to go into his memories mm. and convince him that life, the real life with them is better than living in memories of his wife and daughter. And it's it's like, it You got works. me. You got me. It works really well. Um, Mantis, I mean, I don't want to talk about it too much because we have a list that we're coming in later, but Mantis is a great character. I wish there was more of her. It's, yes, everything you've heard about the combat is true. It's just, the combat's kind of there. Once you unlock the best abilities, there's nothing else to use. This is what YouTube playthroughs are for. You're not you're not necessarily wrong, but it is worth. Some of the lines are just amazing. It's just the characters are great. It was well written. Yes, I also played as an interesting like antithesis to this. I played the uh, the campaign of Call of Duty Vanguard. Okay. And Call of Duty Vanguard. When was that? Was that this year? That was this year. That was okay. this year. Okay. The, the new Battlefield has no campaign. Vanguard, at least, has the token Call of Duty campaign. Okay. And it tries so hard to give you these characters. There's the Russian sniper lady whose father and brother were killed by the Nazis. And there's the American guy who learned how to share. And there's the Australian guy who, uh, who, who, who you know, butts up against, you know, the uppers, you know, every single time he does something right. And there's the, the British guy who... The Nazis hate because he happens to be African-American or British-American or he's from Africa. Um, it tries so hard to make these guys characters and fails <laughs> because they're just not believably written. They're all stereotypes. And you've got these long, drawn-out cutscenes. The only thing that did work is that the Nazis were great villains. Well, but that... again, it was like this, it was, it's pretty easy to make a Nazi a villain. Mm-hmm. Um, Why? did... Why? Because it's just because anything they uh, do that's terrible, you believe. You're like, yeah, oh yeah, he'd do that. Not He's only that, but in any video game, there's something so righteous about killing the Nazis. The 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 highlight of the game was you you basically you you're a team of six. One of them gets killed quickly, so you're a team of five, and you get captured, going after Project Phoenix, and you're, each character is being interrogated by this Nazi pencil pusher. And when each of them leaves to be interrogated, the leader, the British guy, kind of tells their story of why they were picked for this elite squad. And the Russian sniper lady, the you know Black Nightingale or whatever her name is, has, at the end, a very tense kind of sniper standoff with a, another, another sniper. And it, it worked really, it had the right kind of tension to it. Okay. And then you lose your weapon, and you have to sneak up and kill him by hand. Okay. And that, and that actually worked. It was that was good. Everything else was like I've played this many times. Mm. I don't even know why they make a. Okay, but uh, was this like a uh, was this an instant fail stealth se- sequence? Because that's what you're. No, it was like. not. It was oh. not. If if he sees you, he'll take shots at you, and you have the opportunity to hide again before he kills you. 
Hmm. And then you get him once, and, and he doesn't. You have to actually get to him a couple of times, and eventually he starts starting the place on fire, and that looks pretty good. Um, was and it you, like when graphically you f- a wow factor for the new gen? Um, no, I, I want to say Guardians looks better. Guardians just looks pretty good. Guardians okay. has amazing design. I mean, mm-hmm. this looks like a World War II game, which we've seen for how many years? Yeah. How many decades? Yeah. Whereas Guardians, you're in planets that just are so nonsensical. It's just ridiculous, but still look good. It's rare for sci-fi to have fun. In games. Yeah. And it totally, it was totally fun. It was silly in places. You know, you, at one point you go and fight Fin Fang Foom and Drax is just over the world. They start singing songs from his homeland and nobody wants to shut wants to, you know, nobody makes him shut up because he's clearly having a great time. I mean, it's just, it was really, I, I, it, it made me happy. I that's, envy that's your matters. capacity to enjoy these linear games. I don't mind the linear games. It wasn't, I wouldn't call it short. I it's used to love 15, linear 20 games. hours. I used to, yeah. Those used to be my bread and butter. And well, getting great t- linear games. When we talk about our list, you'll understand that I still do really like linear games. <laughs> oh, you know what? I forgot I played Death Trash. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. So that's like that's like an isometric uh, RPG set in a post-apocalyptic wasteland. I'll say this. For a game that looks like it came out 20 years ago, it controls flawlessly. Mm, okay. Like you just – it's like um, I can tell they liked Hyperlight Drifter. Okay. It's basically the same thing. Really? Same movement, so same controls. Like, so it's like it's like a active combat. It's not like no, it's a little slower. But like everything, like you move reticle with one stick, you move away with the other, or you move the uh, gun with one stick. Yeah, okay. melee. You can dodge, but it's mostly a story driven. So again, RPG. it's not turn based. It's an action game. It's an action game. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No, it's it's funny. It it's looked- dark. It's weird. It's it's. Got a good voice in its dialogue. I'm intrigued. It looked like it could have been a point-and-click adventure game based on what it I It could have been. It, lo- it looks like, what was it, uh, Monkey Island? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, no, it's fun. It's awesome. hard. And it doesn't care that you, that you know it's hard. Is this early access? I think it's still in early access, yeah. And I swear tw- I put a demo of it a while ago. 20 bucks is a big ask. It, it was in the it did Xbox thing. Uh, yeah, uh, it was. Okay. It's not very long, apparently, Like, but only one guy is making it, which is hmm. crazy. Yeah, okay. Hmm. Give him a break there. And you're enjoying it? I'm enjoying it. Hmm. Not very far in at all, but it is... Usually when I'm looking at pixel art, I'm just like, ugh. But I'm I'm getting into it. I'm ignoring it. I'm in the flow. Um, Which is I was, impressive. Um, I was looking for a movie to watch, and mm-hmm. uh, Alex, did you listen to us talk about Lamb last week? I did not. Yeah. Okay. Um, are you in? Are you curious about that Lamb movie with Numi Rapici? Do you movie? like it? Ah, uh, no. That is like, what you said. You're kind of <laughs> like eh. interesting. Like it's definitely interesting, and the way it handles shooting animals is literally better than any movie you've ever seen with animals in it. Like, it huh. really genuinely makes animals characters. Uh, there's a lot it does that's really interesting, and those interesting things it does really, really successfully. As a piece of entertainment, no, overall. <laughs> so I'm looking for shit to rent on, like, Apple TV+. Plus, and that M. Night Shyamalan movie, Old, Old oh. is on there for two ninety nine. All right. And All at right, two ninety nine, I say, no, I'm not paying that. <laughs> I'll wait for it to come to Netflix. I couldn't. I couldn't do it. I went and I got another thirty-day free trial of Shutter on uh, Amazon Prime, and I watched the Advent Calendar. Okay, tell me all about it. That's Christmassy so horror in uh, oh. in France. I'm a fan in, of in this. Paris. Yes, yes. Christmassy horror in Paris. So uh, it starts with this beautiful young woman doing laps in the pool. 
And she starts to haul herself out, and this muscly hunk starts hitting on her, and uh, and she and she says, "Excuse me, could could you grab my chair?" And she sends him over to the wall where he grabs a wheelchair. He realizes he brings it back to her. She hauls herself up onto the wheelchair. Says, "I'm sorry, you were saying something about pretty girls." <laughs> and the guy just is is stunned and has nothing to say. So she just wheels herself away. And then her friend comes in to visit her on her birthday. Is the only person there on her birthday because uh, her. Or like her boss is a dick, uh, life is not going well. <laughs> uh, the woman, the woman who takes care of her dad is uh, is a, just a horrible woman, and is clearly there for the money and won't even let him let her talk to him on her birthday because he's she says he's too far gone. Um, but then her best friend shows up, who's been away in Germany, and here's a present on your birthday on this the third of December, and it is this beautiful old handmade advent calendar with you like you open it up. Like this, like this beautiful box, and uh, and there's a key nesting in in front, and you pick up the key and you use the key to open each little door. Uh, sounds like a Dybbuk box. And carved into the back is, I think it's "Throw it away and I'll kill you." <clears throat> and um, and when she opens the first piece of candy, there's like instructions inside in German, so she hands it to her friend, and the friend says, "Okay, here's the rules: if you eat a piece of candy, you must." You must take every piece of candy in the box. Um, you must eat each piece of candy every day. You must eat all the candy. Um, if you don't, I'll kill you. Her <laughs> friend says this. Uh, no, no. This is what the instructions off the first piece of candy say. Oh, how, how is this friend? <laughs> and and her and her friend is like, wow, this is a really grim fucking uh, advent calendar. She's like, well, it's German. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know what? I, I get it. That's fine. <laughs> and but but uh, on, but she's she's still really upset about her dad. And then one of the things is an after eight mint. And this reminds her of her dad because those were her dad's favorites. And she puts it down. And she's done with this fucking box for the day. This is too fucking weird. Whatever. But the next night she's looking at the box. Her friend isn't around, and she takes a bite of the mint. And a phone that's been disconnected for years starts ringing. Mm. And on the other end is her dad, sounding perfectly lucid, wishing her a happy birthday. Oof. Now, at this point, she starts taking the box pretty seriously. Mm-hmm. And one of one of the candies had a message in it, like, and Jesus said, uh, uh, Jesus said to the cripple, walk, or something like that. So she begins to take the box very seriously. And the box does demand sacrifices. Mm, of course it does. And uh, it was it was fun. It was entertaining. It was thrill. It wasn't. Pre- I don't. I don't want to say it was particularly gory at all. But it was. It was definitely thrilling. It was a great show. The Advent Calendar. It's a horror, but it's it's a fun Christmassy horror. Critics seem to like it. Audience not so much. But Alex, mm. Alex, mm. it does heavily feature a Faustian bargain. Thank you. Hey. Oh, oh I know. Alex's my favorite. favorite kind of bargain. Mm-hmm. It's the yes. best kind. Play of Witcher Three. <laughs> no, yes, I, cons- I considered it. I considered it. I want, like you know, I want like an open world to explore, Alex. You know, I do. But you, his story's not enough for you. We've just, but we've just you, talked about. You this. know, I want a character that you know becomes meaningfully more powerful over the course of the game, which of course Witcher Three would offer me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know that while writing is nice, what I really give a shit about in the game is how it feels to play. Yeah. So I installed and it Dying is some floaty-ass sword, sword play. I agree. So I installed Dying Light. Ah. And man, it's ugly. 
<laughs> well, how old is it now? The game is like twenty fifteen. Yeah, Jeez. so it's, it's it's it'll now be seven years old, and I am so pissed off that there isn't like a new gen patch for it, so it'll run like four K sixty on my yeah, PS five. I mean, they're working on the next game. Though. I know, but it but. I played it for like a day and was like, wow, I'm actually really enjoying myself. It's a good thing I played Zelda to lower my standards <laughs> for a yeah. while. <laughs> so that now I can right. Yeah, so <laughs> now I can enjoy uh, so now I can enjoy Dying Light. And then I um, there was like a, a house that I couldn't figure out how to get into it. So I looked it up on YouTube and I'm looking at the video of this PC gameplay. And oh, that's I was, a lot better. And I was just so mad <laughs> that I didn't play it for like another day and a half. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got back into it, and I'm trucking along now. I'm enjoying it, but it's really only just a placeholder until something interesting comes along. Yeah, we got a little time now here. It's a little rough for a couple of weeks. Is it like, real rough? Okay, what's first? What's first? Because let's look ahead before we look back. Um, that was uh, um, upcoming hmm. new gen release. It well, no, early early um February. January doesn't have much though. Yeah, January has <laughs> nothing. But don't we get Elden Ring on the 29th? Is it January? No, it was... Elden Ring is the 25th of, of, of February. 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 Okay, yep, yep. I thought it was moved up. Nope. Nope, moved back, I think, one month. Okay, hang on. I'm looking at TechRadar's article. For the last time, they promise. Dying Light's supposed to be the beginning of February. Yes. Okay. But there's also... Oh, see, this doesn't show in... Uh... Yeah, this is missing all kinds of shit. The only major release I see in January is something none of us will touch. What's that? Rainbow Six Extraction. Nope. Yeah, no. Yeah, it's uh, not not a thing. I'm trying to find the Wikipedia version because that will be see, fairly complete. For me, February is bad too because I won't touch Elden Ring. <gasps> that's that's illegal. What are you talking about? You have to. I mean, it's illegal. No, I. <laughs> uh, Stalker. It's a crime, two. sir. That's not. I'm not gonna play it. I'm It'll calling just cops. Make me mad. It'll just make me angry. This bitch and isn't gonna. Mm, I don't I'm you. not. I'm not. Mm-hmm. This bitch is not. God of War for Windows, January fourteenth. Well, yay. Uh, Uncharted Legacy of Thieves Collection, January twenty eighth. Is that PC or PlayStation Five? Uh, PS Five. Okay. Uh, Life is Strange Remastered Collection on February first. On yeah. the fourth, Dying Light Two. Mm-hmm. So that's really the first. That's really the first. That game is. The that's the first game. So we got four weeks to go. But then, but then, come on! It's only like this is like this is like August. You know, this is <laughs> there's nothing right now. But very soon, very soon, there's going to be some amazing shit. Okay, so Dying Light Two on the fourth, Sifu on the eighth. And because I about that. and because I pre ordered like I don't know why I did because my brother told me he was going to give me PSN money, but I pre ordered Sifu's like extra edition so I could play it two days early. I'm really hyped for Sifu. How much uh, is that one? It was like, I don't know. It, it's a little less than a normal game, but not that much less. Uh, there's no physical release for that one. It's a problem. I think it's getting one eventually. Hmm. I think. Um, and then Horizon February 18th. So like two weeks later. Okay. And then one week after that, Elden Ring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Question is, will you finish Horizon in time for Elden Ring? Because I know you both will put down Horizon to play Elden Ring. We would, yes. Yeah, so it doesn't matter <laughs> when <laughs> I finish Horizon. And, um, you know, I, I probably could knock out Horizon before Elden Ring comes, frankly. In a week? It would not surprise me. 
stranger things have happened. Especially if I if I give my brother the the no on Overwatch for a weekend. Why would you do that? Lots of time. I know, like, cause and I, and I didn't mention that in the games I played this week, but I have been playing Flex exclusively for weeks now, and Flex is just whatever the team needs, I'll play it. Yeah, it gets you into games fast. It gets me into games fast. Uh, I play a bit of everything, and it's kind of let me feel quite kind of confident about overwatching again because I can play pretty much anything. The only thing I don't play is like Widow or Doomfist because <laughs> I, I can't, or, or I guess Hanzo. Um, but I can play every role and win. And uh, we had a game where he drives him crazy. I end up getting getting flexed into DPS a lot. Because <laughs> it's like, well, we have we have these, you know, we have these two teams, but if we have to put my my brother is DPS, which we do, we need another DPS that can go up against these motherfuckers, and it plugs me in there, <laughs> and so I end up getting, um, I end up going against some really nasty Smurfs a lot of the time, so I'm quite comfortable going cheesy characters like Symmetra, and just putting up turrets mm. and letting those do all the work against your Genji. Um, but I had one where I was playing Symmetra for the first round on a King of the Hill map, um, and we just wiped the floor with them, and then everyone on their team switched to counter, and they took the second round, and then in the third round, I came out of Symmetra, they took the point, I'm like, well, I guess I'm gonna have to try, and then I switched to Tracer, and (laughs) it went really well. It went really well. Like I was, I was just dancing around them. I there was one point where I blinked backwards off the point, and I was walking backwards uh, across a, a bridge, and I didn't see anything. But I heard the enemy roadhog walking up behind me, blinked backwards through the enemy roadhog as he flings out his hook at me and hits nothing, because I'm already behind him. <laughs> and then I put damage into him, uh, damage into, or I think I killed their support. Uh, went back into the Roadhog after he finished his huff, uh, blinked into him, chucked my pulse bomb, rewinded out of it, and then my brother got got both killing blows. But I just, oh, God, it was like dancing the tango. It was so fun. It was so fun. So, yeah, still enjoying Overwatch. Mm, so this, this gap in things of imports to play has had me seriously consider picking up a fighting game again. <gasps> Really? What kind of fighting game? Well, that's re- the thing. Can I recommend one? I don't one? know what. Can I recommend one? I know what you're going to recommend. But it's so good. <laughs> I was thinking about looking at King of Fighters that comes what? out in January. It's ju- That's supposed to have rollback netcode. Come on. It's going to have better netcode. Yeah, but it looks like... Meh. It looks like a King of Fighters game. Yeah, King no, of Fighters games no. have always looked like mediocre. That is not true. The old pixel King of Fighters when they were two D looked really the good. Two D pixel, yeah, they were. Well, they were. You know, everything could look that good at the time. Yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I'm concerned that I would get back into it, spend some money on it, and just get upset. I don't know. Yeah, and you know what? You don't wouldn't have to spend money on because <laughs> you've already got it. I know. And it's a wonderful, deep, deep, deep fighting game. Easy to learn. You just got to practice. I, there are rumblings of another one. Like, finally, Sega's like, maybe we should make a new Virtua Fighter. Well, it's been like, what, eight years? It's been a long time. They've it's made that one several times. They now, always yeah. they always did that, but it's this is the longest it's ever been. I oh, think. yeah. It's been a while. It's been a while. We're talking about Virtua Fighter 5, Lister. Yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> Chamberlain yeah, we, should get back into Virtua in code for like, yeah, we, We've been speaking in code for like five minutes here. Yeah, it's, it's Virtua Fighter 5. Uh, we'll see. 
Does that mean it's, it's time for headlines? I think it's time for headlines first, and then the important stuff. The very important stuff. Mm-hmm. Headlines. And the important stuff, listeners, we're going to do our game of the year. We didn't mention that. Yeah. yeah no, we didn't all, mention We're doing that. game of the year this episode. We're teasing that, yeah. yeah. And aren't, and I just want to say, aren't you and don't we all feel lucky that there's three of us here? Hey, yeah, it, it, this, wouldn't really, wouldn't, this one wouldn't really work with all three. With all three it years. really wouldn't. Yeah, I'm like, no. yeah, it would not have been cool for me to read this and go, yeah, Alex really liked Inscription. <laughs> 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 Oops. <laughs> did I let that on a little too strong? No, yeah. no, it's just, you know. Because okay, you're right. We all Gosh, knew are, that are, there, coming, are there any yeah. games you suspect I may have enjoyed this year? I hope there are. <laughs> so, no, that just means we've done, we've done our duties. Mm-hmm. In entertainment news... Uh, the most pirated TV shows of the year were number 10, Wheel of Time off Amazon, which makes me want to check it out. Mm-hmm. Number nine, Arcane on Netflix. Uh, eight, Rick and Morty. Seven, Foundation on Apple TV, which again makes me want to check that out. That might have been a good recommendation, Alex. Might have been. And then almost everything else is Disney+. Plus. Uh, Marvel What If on Disney+, Plus, Hawkeye on Disney+, Plus, Falcon and Winter Soldier on Disney+, Plus. Uh, number three is The Witcher on Netflix, and then number two is Loki on Disney+, Plus. but number one WandaVision on Disney+. Yeah, that surprises me. Yeah, but I'm happy with it, because I feel like <clears throat> artistically that might have been... How do they compile this information? Do they ask pirates, what did you steal this year? No, they go to Pirate Bay and say, what... what... You know, what were the torrents that were most downloaded? The torrents. Pirate Bay is still around? I'm sure yeah. it is somehow. Is it? It can't be. Oh, yeah. I haven't been in years. I Neither have I. I haven't either. I hate torrents. I purchased They're really easy to track. It's the Pirate Bay. Search torrents, browse torrents. All right, let's not advertise this. No. Okay. No, it's it's still here, though. Hey, listen, okay. you didn't hear nothing. You didn't hear nothing. But I'm, I'm glad WandaVision got so much interest. Yeah, it was, it was a good one, yeah. It was. Uh, happy birthday to Samuel L. Jackson, who turned 73 this week, motherfucker. So speak, speaking of, of birthdays, mm-hmm. um, do you guys know what ghoul pools are? No. Ghoul pools. What's a ghoul Basically, pool? Basically, you make a list of people who you think are going to die in a year. Oh. oh. Yeah. I mean, Betty White's never left it. Um, um, well, but Maxwell. you make a new one every year. Yeah. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah. I, I, Very I just, soon. That was, no, that, that, was, that was one of my favorite tweets of the week was uh, a picture of her and Jeffrey, and the tweet was, true friends finish each other's sentences. Yes. yes. <laughs> so I did not do very well on mine until two days ago. I finally got one. I had John Madden on mine. Oh, wow. And wow. he finally died. But I had a good list, I thought. I had John Madden, Betty White, Queen Elizabeth, Charlie Sheen, Johnny Knoxville. You bet on one. Betty White? Yes, you I did. monster. I also oh. had Keith Richards and I had Bill Cosby on there. Betty White is good for 2022, I'm telling you right now. The only one that my wife got was Prince Philip. We didn't do very good this year. so. Hmm. But 2022, I've got Richard Simmons, Tony Bennett. Tony Bennett, yeah. Tony Bennett, yeah. Paul McCartney, Ian McKellen. Bob Barker, who I thought was already dead. Ian McKellen? Yeah, you I feel got, like you you're putting ones these that wishes out into the world. Not man. at all. You got to pick. You got to pick ones that would break your heart. These are tiny Jerry Jones pr- and Steve. I feel like each of these is a tiny prayer you're offering on. on it is on, absolutely on not. leathery demon wings. It is absolutely not. It is leathery it's demon just, wings. Leathery. Little, it's just tiny something fun to do. Wings. Anyway. Yes, I had Betty White on my list. Okay, it, it's fun Foster. to do in the Mary Fuck Kill tradition, but. No, okay, it is. It is. Who might have shit on your It's good fun time? to do. Yeah. It's fun. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. I wish you well, Betty. 
Well, the rule was you can't have any duplicates from year to year, so she's off my list. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh. So you can't have Betty White this year? No, He's... I can't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> January's PlayStation Plus games are Persona 5 Strikers, which I'm actually going to check out, Deep Rock Galactic, which I'm actually going to check out, and Dirt 5, which I think I'm going to check out. Yeah, I think I played that one. It's not a bad rally game. Yeah, if Dirt 5 is the PlayStation 5 version, which I know there is one, I'm totally checking that out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Microsoft is now selling Xbox Red Ring of Death posters for $25. Weird. <laughs> it's kind of like owning your history. I mean, it did cost them billions of dollars. So Literally you know, billions. Not? True. Um, developer Remedy of Alan Wake and Control signed a global development license and distribution agreement with Tencent this week for their multiplayer project Vanguard. <sighs> so that means Remedy have... Projects going with four different publishers right now. Control and Condor are with 505. Alan Wake 2 is with Epic. Crossfire X is with Smilegate and now Vanguard with Tencent. Like, I didn't realize Remedy was Crossfire X. Are they? Huh. Well. That's what you said in here. Yeah, that is what I said in here, but is Crossfire X like someone else's I thought Crossfire X was like a, a Japanese thing. Crossfire X. No. Oh, it's the third installment in the Crossfire series. So Remedy is developing the new, some new game in this series. Okay, that makes more sense. Will release on February 10th, 2022. Yeah, it hasn't even come out yet. Okay. Exclusive to Xbox? Looks like. Yeah, platform Xbox One, Xbox Series. Like you'd play it anyway. Why do you care? If they make a Crossfire (laughs) PS, maybe I'd look into it. It's Remedy. Hmm. They do nice shooting. They do do nice shooting. When they get around to better than freaking Rockstar. That's for damn sure. Yeah. Uh, Riot Games has settled its 2018 gender discrimination suit in California for $100 million. $20 million of that is going to the plaintiff's lawyers. $80 million will go to the roughly 1,000 women represented in the suit. That's about eighty grand each. It's pretty good. good. Now, yeah, if, that, good. if that number sounds wrong to you, it's because it is. So I decided to fact check it. Mm-hmm. Um... It's actually uh, uh, 2,300 plaintiffs. Yeah. yeah. So that's $34,782 if it was evenly oh. split among each. Um, yeah. And, and we're not even counting legal fees here. Yeah. Well, the legal fees no, no, is the, the 20 legal, million. legal fees is the 20. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's off the top. So it's, it's basically a class action lawsuit and you get, yeah, buy some dinner. Yeah. <laughs> it, it made me think about that, that scene in Aaron Brockovich. I wonder how much you'd be prepared, uh, you'd ask, or you'd expect someone to pay you for your spine, Mrs. Br- Mr. Branson, or your uterus, Miss Jennings. Anything else is an insult to my clients. <laughs> and... That firm ended up ripping them all off for hundreds of not thousands of dollars. They never got a penny. Really? Really. That's horrible. She's a monster. Aww. Yep. Hollywood Julia. lied to you. Julia! Mm-hmm. You were so inspiring. <laughs> Does she yep. make movies anymore? Um, no, I think she quietly retired a long time ago. I was going to say. The last thing she was in was that... Um, yeah, she was in a thing on Amazon. Or she something. was in a thing... Oh, it was a dumbass comedy with Tom Hanks where he's trying to go to college. What? That was the last thing she did. That was like 2012. Huh. All right, well. No. 
Ticket to Paradise is filming, coming out in 2022. Gaslit TV series, 2021. Happy Diamonds, a short from 2021. Fast Times at Ridmont High Table Read, 2020. Let's Dance, a short, 2018. Homecoming, the TV series, in 2018. Ben is Back in 2018. Wonder in 2017. Smurfs the Lost Village in 2017. Wow. So she's just Ah. not doing anything important. No, no, she's not doing anything that... That we've, of note, that we've seen. That we've yeah. seen. I don't know if, like, I heard interesting things about Homecoming, but I also looked oh, at Homecoming. Oh, yeah, Homecoming. It, it's yeah, it was, about, it was like, okay. It's about, yeah, it's, it's about soldiers coming back with PTSD, but the company was, she yeah. works for is, like, exploiting them somehow. She was good. Well, she, yeah, or, she like the, good. When she's playing the version of herself that's, like, lost everything and hates the world, she's, like, waiting tables, that, that was some of the best acting I've ever seen from her. Hmm. But Again, I didn't not, watch it, because it sounded like a very depressing premise. Doesn't really, I don't know. It had a good first couple episodes, and then it kind of got, yeah. You'll see. Waste of a great talent. Mm-hmm. Electronic Arts almost made a Harry Potter MMO, but then they decided the franchise probably wouldn't remain popular. Did you see they're actually making a third Fantastic Beasts movie? I know. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I know. That movie was so bad. My kids turned around the theater and said, "Dad, this is terrible." I'm like, "I know." Ooh. But the second one was so bad. The the first Fantastic Beast, I fucking loved that movie. And a second, lot of that, the second one was awful. A lot yeah. of that is due, yeah, it was due to Redman. Yeah, and then in the second one, they take um, what's her name, the the empath. Oh, make her evil. Yeah, they make her evil, and I'm like, you know what? I'm out because she ain't. She ain't. That character is not evil. I refuse to buy it. <laughs> You've taken I, you've taken the story about wizards and dragons and shit and made it completely not, not based in that. not based yeah. in reality. Well, I, I can't. <laughs> I can no longer take this story wait about a minute, wizards seriously. Yeah. I'm serious. You had me. You had me in the first movie, and well, I was I, taking it seriously. I was having it, a great time. The characters were consistent in the first movie, yeah. and the second one, you're like, oh well, no. Yeah. <laughs> no that's not what would happen if this character mm-hmm. came to this choice. Anyway. Uh, Sony's gaming revenue in 2021 was $25 billion. In number two is Tencent with $13.9 billion. Number three is Nintendo, $12.1 billion. Microsoft is in four at $11.6 billion. And Blizzard is at uh, $8.1. Where is Blizzard making that money from? What do they release? Blizzard? Uh, That's just like... Is that all of Blizzard or is it Activision Blizzard? uh, It's probably Activision Blizzard. That makes more sense. Um, but yeah, there's so there's that whole thing. But there's also all the um, all the subscribers for World of Warcraft. Uh, I thought World of Warcraft was just hemorrhaging people over to Final Fantasy. I don't know. To the point know. where they had to take it off the market. Yeah, because you, you couldn't do it. Which sounds funny, but man, I bet someone loses their job over that. That's, Probably, that's too bad. Yeah, not seeing it coming or not getting the servers up on mm-hmm. Um. You are literally how, how leaving are you money on the table. To, yeah, but how are you supposed to predict that your thing will be way, way more successful than you anticipate? You should have redundancies and, and a cushion built in. I agree, but but you're talking about servers, and those aren't easy to get right now. No, no okay, here's the thing. There's no way that these are being hosted on their own physical servers. These are living somewhere in an Amazon data farm or something like that. Yeah, but again... At which point, it's just a matter of giving them money, and they will give you more space. Hmm. It's like, excuse well, me, Amazon. We have I now come to the more, point where it's servers. revealed that I don't really know what I'm talking about in this area. <laughs> That's already happened to me several times tonight. Yeah, it's not. They, they, they don't have. I, I, okay. I sincerely doubt they're housing their own physical servers. Okay, if it was that simple, 
then why wasn't the answer, while we're getting this huge influx of money, let's purchase all these additional servers today? Uh, you can't. Chip shortage. That's what it, that, that was, was my original point. Did you said it was wrong that you could just buy well, the I'm, server I'm space. saying it's wrong because I, I, I really doubt that they are hosting their own servers. They're, they're got to be living on somebody else's data. On, on, on somebody else's data so when they notice that they don't have the server space and they go, okay, well, we're hosted on Amazon or whatever. Let's buy another 50% mm-hmm. from them. Why didn't that occur? If that's how know. it works. Exactly. I'm saying that's not how it works because that's not what happened. Therein lies the evidence that that's not how it works. Mm. Again, well, not that we know. Oh, they didn't just, want to spend the money because they think it's a temporary bump. We're just shooting in the dark. Alex, why do so you I've, think I've, they I've didn't no immediately idea. expand server space? Do you think it was due to the chip shortage or do you think it was due to just sheer stupidity? I'm going to go chip shortage. Hey. All right. That's fine. <laughs> and now, now I have to do some research and find out mm-hmm. the actual. I'm, I'm curious. I'd like because man, if you've looked at eBay lately, we have made a mystery of this. What's what? Tell us about what you've learned on eBay. Oh, I could I could sell a PS5 for like at the height of like you think you showed me that like the height of like Christmas Eve you could sell a PSI for ten thousand dollars. Um, I'll keep my PS5. Those things are hard to get. I know that's a, that's a thing. It's it's a rarity issue. Yeah. And that's something that would make me, a kind of makes me yeah. want to get one legit just to sell it though. But I don't want to be that guy. The problem is when every, when everyone's being that guy, are you the fool for not being that guy? I don't want to be that guy. FOMO, man. All right, I'm wrong. Okay. They have their own stuff. Oh, they have. They are the Final Fantasy 14 servers are located in three places in the world: North America, Europe, and Japan. Each region is further divided into data centers. Each data center has multiple servers. So I'm wrong. They're hosting their own stuff. Cool. But at least we know. Well, I mean, does it explicitly say that these are run by Square Enix? Uh, this is pretty explicit here. That yeah, that's okay. that's their own stuff. Yeah, they have they have different names. The data centers have names: Adamantois, Cactar, Fairy, Gilgamesh, Genova. Oh, yeah, Midgard, Somer, Sergeant Tennis, and Siren are the are the uh, and the Ether data center in North America. Yeah. So, yep. Before before we get into the games, Alex, what would you say? Mm. Your, your could you name your top five movies of the year? Top five. Movies. It's hard off the top of your head, and we're definitely going to forget great ones. Oh, I know what's at the top. I think I think we might have the same one. Do we want to say? Um, do we want to say it together and just say, "Listener, go watch. Yep. Let, go watch Pig." Pig. 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 <laughs> pig. Your pig. Oh, I love that pig. Yeah. Again, like there's a moment near the end of grief that is no other actor could have pulled it off. Over a pig. It, it's overwrought as hell, but it's, it's friend. Perfect. Pig was his friend. God, he, he, I did, know. Uh, he is his friend listener. No spoilers. <laughs> mm-hmm. No spoilers. <laughs> best Bacon. best movie of 2021. We're not so fucking, fucking good. We're not fucking The kidding. hype hasn't even remotely tarnished it like it's still so good yeah go watch it mm-hmm. okay prove that nick cage can actually act when presented with the opportunity oh we uh, always could you just got to use them the right way yeah. oh yeah um does anyone have like a worst game of the year shout out they want to give worst game no. um hold on i can probably muster nothing i played quick here made me angry let's see here let me look One at my, thing I played let me look at my list sad Let's look and see here. What I so I'm going to throw out their worst game of the year for me, your most disappointing, Bio Mutant. Yeah, Ooh, I'm sorry you played that. So much I played potential. Some of it too. Yeah, so much potential. Um, there's so much I liked about it, but the overall execution was just so poor that you really couldn't enjoy yourself, or at least I couldn't. Chamberlain, you got one. 
I didn't play a lot of shit this year. I, I really didn't. The game that made me the angriest that I couldn't get into is one that'll probably be on your list as Returnal. <laughs> I could not get into it. So that just the, the game that made me the most angry this year is probably that. Okay, the worst game is Werewolf the Apocalypse Earthblood. That's the worst game I played this year. Oh, yeah. yeah I'd heard That's weird because it's got the best title. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is easily the worst game I played this year. Alex, okay. you got one? Worst game. I, I'm mad at myself for not liking Like a Dragon more. I wish I loved it. I yeah, loved right? It. No, I felt I the should same have played way. the living shit out of it, and it, it was so tedious. Yeah, there was just so much story, and it was, you know, it was okay done, but there was Some, a yeah, Sometimes the story was great. Sometimes it was boring as hell. Yeah. It, and sometimes you fought a crane for no reason. But I'm still tempted by Judgment, you know, because Judgment looks like a game that maybe I could really enjoy if I was enjoying it, but <laughs> I don't know if I'm prepared to take that risk. I've never gotten into a Yakuza. I, was wanting I to. wanted to love it so bad. I want to love it too. I feel like that's a really deep pool you could dive into if you could just feel the undertow, but I just can't. Yeah, it laps, I did it, it like, laps on my ankles ineffectually. I did like finding a bunch of heavy set Japanese dudes in Speedos hitting me with baseball bats. See? Like, no, it's got moments. It's got great it's moments. Got really of good moments. <laughs> and it's got a lot of style within its action. It does. It does. But when you're just finding some random chef walking down the street and like belches fire on his like hatchet it's like now he's got like a fire hatchet like I love this shit <laughs> but when we want to stop Hideo Kojima and say you're writing too much and not enough of it is good in the same way I feel like we can address the Yakuza series and go mm-hmm. and not only that but overall like even well, your take, overall thing is not that interesting in Yakuza well, let's take a little little bit of money out of the cutscenes okay and <laughs> make some dungeons this time oh because holy fuck, are they just a bunch of like square tunnels? That, that game did come out this year, actually. You're right. Hmm? That game does it come did? out this year. Um, it came out in January, right? It was early last year. It was January, February last mm-hmm. year. I think yeah. Uh, so not on my best of the year list. I'm just going to call it. Not on your list. Okay. Death Loop. Not in your top five. No. I hear you. Resident. Okay. You know what? That that is on my list. That that was disappointing. Uh, Resident Evil Village is, you know, overall actually one of the better executed games of the year, but it but managed it just... that by aiming pretty low. And it hits, but it aims pretty low. It reminds me of a much better game I wish looked good yes. today. Yes, <laughs> Um Kana Bridge of Spirits. I really like that game, actually. I have yet to play that. It's it's solid, but after Breath of the Wild, it's it's no Breath of the Wild. Uh, Olia. Remember Olia, that 2D? Uh, I remember Olia. I played Olia. Olia was very good. Olia was so solid. Far Cry 6. I got a lot of enjoyment out of it, actually. It's still just Far Cry. Yeah, and then I got bored and stopped playing it. Ghost of Tsushima's director's cut. You did love it. I loved. I really enjoyed that, but it didn't make me do a full playthrough again. Yeah, I was going to say, it's not really a... And I really, really enjoyed Hitman 3. Uh-huh. So those are all, I know, I, I love the Hitman games, and I really enjoyed Hitman 3 and what it did for the entire past two games, and to putting them all into one package. Hitman 3 is actually, arguably, should be on my list. If I could, like, do, like, a Freaky Friday one day, and, like, I could see what you see in Hitman, and you could see what I see in Civilization, oh, that'd be nice. There you go. <clears throat> you know, like, I, I can perceive what one might see in Civilization, but it, it's also, like, in order to play this game... You must understand the I, the entirety of the I am John Galt speech from Atlas Shrugged. <laughs> and we're not going to 
show you that speech in any capacity. <laughs> We're not going to tell you the speech. You have to recite it. <laughs> like, no, I'm not doing that civilization. You're not that good of a game. Well, you know, maybe you are that good of a game, but any game needs to be able to introduce itself to the player and teach the player how to play. Eh, but that's a game that has a built-in audience who doesn't need that. In fact, wouldn't want that. They just want to play civilization. I want that. And, and thus I can't play good. civilization. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fair point. Seems to be selling pretty well. They've made a lot of them. Oh, look, eight-year-olds playing it. Hey, oh. I'm allowed to... Oh. Yo. You know what? Dude, like, there's eight-year-olds that can, like, be- beat it on Deity, and I don't know. Eight, they they eight need, like, spreadsheets. Savants, yeah. yeah. Eight, well, no, that, but eight-year-olds have time to dedicate to civilization. See, that's the thing. That that's is true. the thing. Yeah. It takes well, research to get into it, and I don't... Yeah. So, uh, and I did that research. Chamberlain, what's not on your top five? What's not in my top five? I, I have I have two honorable mentions that did not make my top five. Okay. Uh, one of which is Ender Lilies as yeah. the Metrovania that nobody played that should have, but should have. Um, it is less than half the price of Metroid Dread, and in my opinion, better. Oh. Much more interesting art. Much more interesting, like you know, the way the spirits act as your attacks. Is it very hand drawn sprites, or is it that weird marionette? It's, it's kind of animating. It's it's kind of weird marionette animating. No, anime-y yeah. thing. no, can't go for it. Yeah, can't do it. Um, I didn't care for it. You know. And the other one that's on my list that that you know my honorable mentions is Death's Door because it was just mm. absolutely charming little miniature Zelda. Mm-hmm. So was it someone on Kotaku like just gave a top ten list and it was just Death's Door ten times? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not that good. Yeah, but I know. I thought I that was odd. Very glad that I. I think I the right person it. could be. It, yeah, I wasn't that person. Yeah. Yep, but that was fun. Okay, Alex. Honorable mentions. Honorable mentions. Um, well, thinking. I'm thinking. Wow. Um, don't overwhelm yeah, was... us. I don't feel like <laughs> any honorable mentions. I, I, it's, all my honorable mentions are my top five. Okay, because right, it just fine. wasn't that good. No, of it was a, year, a sparse you know? year. It was, it was not a good year. year. That's yeah. To be completely honest, it was not a great year. All right. It wasn't. Who wants to go first? Hmm. I go first. All right, go ahead. I can, yeah, hit, yeah, I go can ahead. hit you with my top five. All right. These are Chance's top five games of 2021. Number five, Virtual Fighter Five Ultimate Showdown. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, really? Yeah. No, I what I did is this list that I just read and all this stuff, including Biomutant, I just, I, what I did was I went to Wikipedia and I just scanned through every game that released in 2021 and I added the ones that I remember playing onto this list. Okay. And then I separated out the ones that were good, but... Yeah, but the experience of just picking up uh, Shaolin style with Leifei again, and just kind of getting good at it, okay, and then beating the shit out of you for like three hours <laughs> was just literally some of the most <laughs> fun I had with a controller in my head in 2021. It really was. Man, if if there was a camera on me for those matches, oh really? Been... No, I yeah, I was actually not. Oh, good. I was not raging at the time. I good, was good. In, in deep contemplation as to what am I doing so wrong. Oh. <laughs> well, you just gotta like you were, again, you were getting better. You were getting better towards towards the end. Of the second, second set I did better. I still didn't abs- beat you. We did a second set. I yeah, but better. you were getting better. And it was like I was fighting my brother again. And mm-hmm. the, me and my brother got to the point where we would go like punch block, punch block, punch block, punch block. And then one of us would snap through it. Like, it really did feel like a fight. And we were getting there, and I was so excited for it. And then you're like, I'm done with this. Yeah, I'm done with this. Yeah. Now, again, yeah. yeah. 
No pressure, mm-hmm. but absolutely number five, Virtual Fighter Five. Final showdown, okay. some of the most fun I had in 2021. Number four, mm-hmm. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Mm-hmm. And I don't think exactly I, where I have fun. Yeah. I d- definitely did not have as much fun as I just described with Ratchet and Clank, but I was so desperate for some hot new genness in 2021. And that's really all we got in terms of hot new gen pretties. Can anyone point me to a better looking game? Oh, maybe nope. Forza. Horizon maybe 5. Forza. Yeah. yeah, Forza. Well, they don't Honestly, really have to. They don't, racing game doesn't really have to render anything. Come on. It doesn't. Rift Apart looks better than yeah. Forza Horizon 5. Yeah, Rift Apart is really. It's like we're going to show you how much our CPU can waggle control. Like, it's. <laughs> that's the. Yeah, like, that's the kitsch in. In uh, Rift Apart is how dazzlingly it's, it's good the looking dick it is. Yeah, much, like yeah. Oh, so many particle effects going on, so many uh, so many light sources and and ray tracing and all that shit. Like Rift Apart was just gorgeous, and to see that treatment applied to this uh, chicken soup kind of franchise, you can just jump into and bop around and blow crap up. Mm-hmm. That was oh. nice. That was nice. Number three, though, exceeding Ratchet and Clank, Hades on PlayStation. That came out this year. Yes. The Hades, console ones did, Hades yeah. running at 60 frames per second in 4K with a PlayStation controller in my hand. Pretty sweet. Fucking awesome. I definitely put more hours into that than I ever did the PC release or my Switch release. Um, so even though Hades has been around for a while, <laughs> specifically the PlayStation <laughs> version of it is the version I've been waiting to play ever since just, this game was released. That game just keeps coming up on our lists. What the heck? Uh, number two, and... Uh, I'll I'll go to the mat if you say I can't have this game on here because I 100% can have this game on here. The Death Stranding Director's Cut. It is different enough that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And again, with Ratchet, I was hungry for new-gen pretties this year and we didn't get any big fall release from from Sony beyond uh, Deathloop, which was not giving me the new-gen pretties I wanted Mm -mm. or or the gameplay I wanted, really. And so I wasn't planning on really on getting Death Stranding. Like I was, I wasn't planning on playing it. I was like, yeah, I know five bucks for an upgraded the PlayStation Five version. That's fine. I wouldn't mind doing that. But then I actually played it, and just I loved that game for like I feel like six weeks or whatever. Yeah, I put into that game. I put a lot of time into Death Stranding this year and maxed it out. Uh, I'd never beat it the first time I played it. And it was just so beautiful. The gameplay that Kojima designs, it's so sexy that it made me go back and play Metal Gear Solid Five after I beat Death Stranding. I just needed more <laughs> of that. More of the, more of the good sauce. More yeah. of that wonderful game design, um, which was what eventually drove me into the arms of Breath of the Wild. So Death Stranding is definitely my number two best game to release in 2021. And number one, mm-hmm. Alex, you go ahead and say it. I don't know if I should. I feel, I like feel it's your moment. No, okay, then Chamberlain, take my moment, please. <laughs> no. Um, honestly, I'm not sure. Really? But I'm also dealing with like a fever here, so Alex is sure. help me out here. Alex is sure. Hmm. You're not? Throw it out there. Is it oh my God. Darkest Dungeon 2? Oh, it's Returnal. I'm amazed. Oh. Uh, I'm amazed. No, like, I, I felt, you know, I I had... I didn't know you were going to go that high with it. I thought it kind of... You know, a, I should have noticed you hadn't talked about it I yet. I had a fantastic weekend with uh, Darkest Dungeon 2. It was, you know, nine and a half weeks, but compressed into like five days. <laughs> it's, it's just the first one felt kind of finished in, at this point, And this one, it, it feel like it's missing something pretty critical. There I was don't more know shit to interact with over the course of a run. More different yeah. shit in the, over the course of a single run in the first Darkest Dungeon than there is in Darkest Dungeon 2. Yeah, that's it. That said, I'm, I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting to go back to it. I'm excited to go back to it eventually. 
but probably the version of Darkest Dungeon 2 I'm going to fall in love with is going to be the release in 2025 on PlayStation. Yeah, I was going to say, it's going to be oh, a lot. Oh, that's a ways off. So. Have they said 2025? No, that's, uh, I'm just talking, I'm just referencing the fact that Hades is on the Game of the Year 2021 list when it came that's out. That's true. <laughs> no, Returnal. In gaming, I really enjoy, one of the reasons I'm enjoying Dying Light right now is I enjoy just jumping into a virtual world and running around and being engaged by what I'm doing. Be that like running from zombies and jumping on their heads, or uh, exploring a Metroidvania that's different every time you play it. Every time. Every time. And the movement is so tight. Like the the jumping around feels so good. You're so fast. And when you when you whip out a gun and aim it at something, you hit it. You hit it. Like, the, the shooting feels really, really good in Returnal. All the weapons are crazy once you kind of get to know them and unlock their cool shit. And Returnal is the most fun-to-play game of the year. Just in terms of pure measure of gameplay, it's Returnal. The problem is, it's not easy. <laughs> it's really <laughs> fucking hard. Yeah, it's not easy. And, and I, the story is It's obtuse. easy to fuck up your build. Say what? It's easy to fuck up your build. It's easy to get like a parasite that you don't think is going to be a problem, but totally bites you in the ass. Mm-hmm. But well, I, I was I always uh, veered away from parasites. I was like, uh, I'll do the parasites that have any impact on me opening a cursed chest because I'll never open a cursed chest. Exactly. Yeah. Why would I do that? <laughs> uh, yeah. Exactly. Because um, like, man, some of those debuffs are just. Exactly. And, and people who take the debuffs are taking the debuffs, and you're going to have a tough run. So just don't take them. Don't have a bad time. And I know there's all kinds of people who like get to the end bristling with uh, with parasites, but I, it never worked for me. And I, I was able to do complete runs of Returnal fairly reliably. Um, yeah, in terms of just having fun with video games, Returnal actually exceeds Virtual Fighter Five. It captivated me entirely for almost two weeks. Did you ever beat it? I did. Oh, it feels. Oh wait, but did you did you go and get all the pieces of like? The I didn't get all the pieces, no. but I beat all the bosses, well, so I feel like that counts. It's really yeah. You know, you basically did. This is all yeah. just yeah. Yeah, that no, was great, and yeah, I'm, that I'm, I'm, that that underwater level is maybe the best underwater level I've ever played. It's not. Okay, it is very... The fact that it's not bad you know is what? impressive. <laughs> you know what, though? As, you know, and I never stop to think about it. Because what it is, is it's the final level of the game. And you're really kind of not expecting... Like, even though you're expecting, like, you know, a third to be a, th- a third area here, you're not expecting something so completely otherworldly as this underwater area. And compared to underwater areas in gaming in general, it's actually still a lot of fun to play. And you're playing it the exact same way, and you're bouncing, like, you know, 100 feet in the air, uh, shooting with amazing alien laser rifles at these cosmic horrors coming for you, shooting bullet hells at you. God, it's a good game! The first time I got there, I beat it, and I just spent the whole time just silently screaming, just like, I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die. Oh, I beat it. (laughs) It was great. It was great. Returnal is great. I think I I just talked myself into going and playing Returnal, but if I do, I won't be able to go back to Dying Light. I can't risk mm. it. Too ugly. Can't risk so it. pretty. Can't risk it. Who wants to go next? They say they know where the story's going. I'm calling horseshit. I Returnal does or? No, uh, or the story. Twilight. Or the yeah. story of Returnal? Is that Housemark? 
Yes. That's how smart. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, apparently they do. Yeah, that's what they said. They, they know exactly mm-hmm. what they're doing, but it's important to them that no one know exactly what they're okay, doing. Okay, that's what they said about Lost, too. So, <laughs> And maybe that was true, too, but that doesn't leave your audience particularly satisfied. And that is something no. I complained about with Returnal. But I didn't go to Returnal. I don't go to Housemark for their rich narratives. Nope. If I want a rich narrative and to play like a shitty shooter, I've got Guardians of the Galaxy. It's right there. It's installed. I could play it. <laughs> and again, excellently rendered narrative. Beautiful, beautiful renditions of these characters viewed differently than you've seen them in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's interesting. It's really, really well done. But I'm here to play. Speaking of, mm-hmm. number five. Okay. So... My criteria this year is, did this game give me the good feels? All right. That's it. Did, did, it, did it lift my spirits? Did I enjoy it? Did it make me laugh? Did it make me cry? Did it you know, get a little lump in your throat? So number five is Guardians of the Galaxy. Aw. Late edition. Because it is, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think this is an error of recency because I just played it like last week. Yeah. I, I think that it is... Uh, it, it appeared on a lot of best narrative lists. Like, it yeah, really and I, I will not defend the shooting because it's not that great. But it was worth it to get through those parts to get to the discussions. Um, there are little tchotchkes you can pick up in the world that will show up in your characters, in the characters' rooms. And you go up and pick up the thing, and then you will learn something about the character. You'll learn where Groot came from. You'll learn about some of the legends of Drax's people. You'll learn a little bit about Gamora and, and Nebula. So it's there's there's depth to the characters. Does Nebula that, show up? No, Nebula does not show up. Okay, go on. Nebula doesn't show up. I mean, it's... The biggest left field thing is Fin Fang Foom actually shows up and you fight the giant dragon Fin Fang Foom. Okay, I'm, I'm Googling Fin Fang Foom. He's a giant dragon. I, I get it, but I want to see him rendered. He's color. an Iron Man villain. He is an Iron Man villain. <laughs> um, so it is, it is proof that you can make a game enjoyable without necessarily the button pushing part being great. And again, if... If this had the shooting of, like, Mass Effect Andromeda... Alex, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. That was good. Yes. The shooting in Andromeda was great. Everything Fucking else was great. shit. Yeah. So you take that, and you put that in here, with better progression of the characters, abilities-wise, because there's very little progression of the abilities, there's very little to unlock. It's You can tell where they spent their money. So to execute well on modern platforms, you really need two studios. <sighs> You're not wrong. But yeah, that's my number five. Okay. I mean, I had laugh out loud moments with that game, which really doesn't yeah, no. happen. Yeah, it's... It doesn't happen. Well, neither of you played Psychonauts 2, so whatever. That's true. I did not play Psychonauts 2. Um, now, the exact opposite of Guardians of the Galaxy is number four, which is Dusk. Ooh, now, yeah. I know Dusk came out on PC a while ago, but Dusk on the Switch came out this year. Was that that and, Doom kind yeah, of thing? Yeah. It's yeah. Quake. Dusk is, it's it's what if you took the Quake engine and you made it the same way, somehow get it to run at 60 FPS on a Switch, but apply new level design, you know, modern level design to an old engine. And it's just butter the entire time. How much and is it? A, it's like 20 or 30 bucks. It's 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 four or five. It's not pretty. It's not a pretty game. It, it looks like Quake Two. Access in 2018. 
Yeah, on PC, and it finally came out on console. And, no, and it I, came I out on, it on Switch. A... No other console. It came out on Switch on October. Yeah, Switch, and that's it. That's it. Yeah, which I don't understand, but the, the black magic they put in there to get it to run smoothly on the Switch is amazing. Mm. It had a great second-to-last boss of where you're basically fighting yourself, and it forced you to use all the little bits of shooter nonsense, like, like, like rocket jumping and hopping diagonally and stuff, because you're fighting a mirror image of yourself. And you finish that, and it feels like you've accomplished something, like the old-school Deathmatch stuff in Quake 2 and Quake 3. It was... And the story is stupid and negligible. There's some Cthulhu-ish thing going on. I didn't care. Yeah. Just the, the actual act of shooting in this world was great. Just great. I mean, it did one of those things where you're in... I mean, some of the environments are like, will we were here again? It did like a, an insane asylum, and it's playing with gravity. Suddenly you're walking on the wall or the ceiling and it actually, but the level design still made sense. You didn't get confused and lost. I don't know how they did it, but it worked. So it's just, it's just a really good, just, just a solid shooter. It was fun. Um, number three, you already ripped on this game. Um, mm-hmm. I appreciated Resident Evil Village's take of just more nonsense. I mean, this was kind of Resident Evil Village, but silly. Resident Evil, but sillier. Resident Evil, but Mystery Science Theater 3000. I mean, it, it, it's it looked good. The shooting was good. I shooting liked Chris. Good That's new. <laughs> yeah, Chris showing up was interesting. I guess a good guy or an interesting guy. No, the but, whole story around Chris was ridiculous. Uh, no, but I liked his performance. Yeah. Don't take my baby. There's no time to explain. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> what? I mean, I, I will say that the best part of the game is with Lady D. It does kind of like deteriorate around that. But the mine, the, the, the last area with the mine and, and, and the guy with the giant mech thing, that was good too. Yeah. It was it was Capcoming. It was Resident Evil, just Resident, Resident Evil all over your face. Like, well, you want Resident Evil? Here's like lots of it. And it's all over here. And it looks good. And, and here you go. I think you could have cut the doll. And the blob yeah. dude, See, and just the put doll, more R and D into the other guys. The doll was interesting because it was such a change of pace. Suddenly you're in a, it's, it plays out like an escape room. Yeah, but yeah. but as a result, if you if you're replaying the game, that part is just so tedious because there's only one way forward, and you know exactly how to well, do it. Oh, doing that twice mind, would want me to exactly. keep on how I play games. I know it's I a know. linear experience. I experienced it once, and that those X hours—I yeah. remember how long it took me—was fun. Fair enough. No, that's fair. That's fair as a one-off. But to me, a great value of the Resident Evil series has always been the replayability, mm-hmm. and and I did actually complete at least one full playthrough with a Magnum, and the Magnum was not easy to get. Like you had to do some shit to, <laughs> to, get, like, <laughs> to get like an infinite ammo Magnum to run through Resident Evil Eight with. Um, so, yeah. so I did, you know, get a lot of time out of it, but it is not on my list. Nope. Well, it's there's a lot it does well. There is absolutely. In terms of and I, I appreciated the schlock. I, I liked the schlock. Doesn't it wasn't even horror anymore. It was just like it was just it monsters. was it was, like, it was kind of like a Japanese Sam Raimi movie. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, a little bit. And um, if we're talking about like character, it's kind of horrible. But Lady Dimitrescu is kind of like the video game character of the year. Yeah. Yeah. She did kind of run Twitter for like three months. Yes. <laughs> and, and that did not occur with any of these Guardians of the Galaxy characters, even though no, they it were did way better written. Um, you guys need tasteful porn. Yeah, basically. Yeah. There you go. But it exposed so many people's 
odd fetishes that you know. Oh no no! The Capcom knew immediately what they were doing. D- with the, there's nothing the odd about enjoying powerful women. Ron Swanson tells us this. The very first. I just mod. love that the the voice actor was like she was also like eight feet tall. I swear. They know what they're doing. They had they had they had this audience coming and going. <laughs> well, it worked. It did. It, it was a very successful game. Yeah. And we never uh, did get two? that DLC for it, did we? I don't think we did. Nope. Okay. No, Not a one. Uh, number two, Forza Horizon Five. Um, again, it's they've made the same game again. I remember last time I was like, can they actually do this again? The answer is yes, um, because they chose. I mean, Mexico is just a great choice for a location. You had interesting variety of environments, much more vertical this time. Big mountains you could drive down. It also had, I mean, the opening sequence of being dropped out of a plane and driving down the slopes of an active volcano. Just the, 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 the 10-year-old or the 6-year-old in you just rises up <laughs> and goes, wow, this is so fucking cool. And it does that. I want a great dinosaur game. Go on. Um, no, it, it does. It, it just, it, 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 it's fun on a very simple level, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. No. Um, it is also, it also has the next-gen shinies. I mean, it, it looks really, really good. Um, you've got, again, a ton of cars to go through. I mean, there are complaints about it. The wake progression works. You can drive basically two cars through the entire game, and that's what I did because I was not forced to change them, but I liked what I was driving, so why bother? Do those cars get um, better? Like, can you tune them to... No, not it's, it's, oh. it's not even necessary. No, it's just because basically what it does is when it, when you choose a race, it it creates the field based on what you're driving. So if I come in with this, like, hot shit, ridiculous race car that I can't control, that's what they're driving, too. Yeah. If I come in with my relatively fast but controllable Lamborghini that I just liked, that's what I was racing against. I like that. And and it's it's okay, but I I would have liked some races where you're specifically like, I want this, you need this car for this race or this thing for this race. It didn't do that. And I think it was an intentional choice to be for accessibility. You know, if you wanted that challenge, it was there, or you could find the car you liked and just use that. Are there trophies tied to beating all the races in certain uh, qualities of cars? Uh yeah, there are. Ah. Yeah, there, there are, there are second. I mean, not, not, not trophies, but there are. Once you do a race, you can go back and do it again with a different set or something like that, and it'll, it'll work. Hmm. Um, but it was really, it was yeah. really, really good. Um, and number one, just for just fun all the way through, I got to go with Ratchet. Hmm. I think Ratchet was probably just, just you know. A blast from beginning to end. It had had the next generation. Like here we are. This is this is PlayStation Five. This is what your PlayStation Five is for. <laughs> it does crazy shit that you couldn't do before. Is it the best Ratchet and Clank game? No, yeah. not at all. It's it's, it's too short. Um, there's not enough of the new character. What, what's her uh, name? Rivet. Rivet. Yeah, Rivet's awesome. Rivet should probably get her own game. Rivet and Kit. Yeah, I was thinking. Kit was great. Wouldn't it be awesome to get? Um, to get a Ratchet and Clank roguelite with mm. Kit and with with Rivet and Kit, and they mm. it could have like its own. They could finally have like a spinoff series that works. Yes, and like Rivet, Rivet and Kit could do. You know, they could do the the Deadlocked game. They could do. I love Deadlocked. I know, right? Like there haven't really been many bad Ratchet and Clank games. Yes, there never well, All yes, for there One was have. bad. There was All for, all for One. That co-op one, that tower to, defense one. one. They tried to do tower defense, then they tried to do co-op. Um, they have spun off and fucked it up twice at least. It's a bunch of PSP games no one t- talks about. Um, oh, because they're, they're Clank. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nation Clank or something Clank. like that. Yeah. 
Um, but no, I mean, I, just just for a game that gave you the good feels from beginning to end, I had fun with it. it just a lot of fun. I, I wish there was more to it. It felt yeah. a little short. Felt really short. So Once you like started you blowing through all like the gold boats, you're like, oh man, I'm almost yeah. done. It, yeah. It's like there's like, like a whole planet missing or two. Like I got bought almost. this yesterday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. You're like, yeah. wow. Yeah. Now I'm done with it. But it's just if if that is the bar graphically, then we're gonna have a good couple of years here. If anybody else a, manages to get yeah, there, that bar looks fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, I want does. more of that. It pisses me off that I gotta wait a month for dying light for the mechanics of dying light with those pretties. Mm. Almost there. Yes. Alex. Okay, number five. Roger and Clank. Oh wow. Is Roger yep. and Clank this year's Cyberpunk? It it is. Like it is. disappointing in some critical ways, but overall really yeah. good time. I played it twice. Uh the hard difficulty's not too hard, which is rare. Usually it's just like bonking your dead. Hard. It's not easy, but like you have like some some leeway yeah. to figure shit out. To switch weapons and you're doing constantly. I love like the strategy you like end up building between like your favorite weapons. Mm-hmm. That almost that they, they kind of struggle with that. Sometimes they're a little too random, but there's a lot of like rock paper scissors you can do with them. That I thought was pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, the acting's great across the board. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the new quark. I hope he replaces the other quark. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, like, it just it ended way too soon. I'm kind of sick. I'm really sick of Nefarious. We've been talking about meeting Ratchet's dad since 2009. Yes, 2000. Yeah, no, no earlier than that. Emperor 2007. Nefarious was awesome. I'm getting to him. He's fantastic. He had a great uh, song. Yeah. Good song. Yeah. Really good performance. Uh, he's not dead. I guess, come on. A <laughs> uh, good finale. But again, wait, oh, it was a little too short. But yep. damn, it's pretty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I like how they changed it to goon, uh, Goons for Less. Because it's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's been so long since, um, what was it? Going Commandos come out that Thug is now a slur. So we can't call him that anymore. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Shit's old. I'm well, old. Oh, enough. God. Oh, but they changed it. Yeah, they did. Thug is a slur? Thanks, Fox News. Yeah, okay. yeah, it's it's racist dog whistle now. It took a it took a while, cause, but then people just realized like, oh yeah, just using that word instead of the n word, and yeah, here we are. Oh, okay. Yeah. I I don't expose myself to Fox News in any way. Yeah, so that's 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 healthy. I know, I know. There's an innocence to it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But no, Alex is great. Go on. Yeah, number number four. Uh, I'm gonna go. Hmm, I'm I'm debating it even as I'm looking at the list. <laughs> hmm, I'm gonna push you. Oh wow! Last minute changes. I'm gonna push the drone. Wildermyth. Oh, okay. Is this early access? Is this out? And no, it's it's not. It's not. It's a it's a done game. Oh. It is a Wait, which game? Wildermyth. 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 Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on Xbox. Again, I, I think a uh, husband and wife made it. It is an adorable little like single player D and D campaign with XCOM combat. I'm underselling how fucking charming it is. How beautiful the art is. The dialogue is, it's never great, but it's always just worth reading, and there's so much of it. Like, you build a party, and they have conversations and relationships over, like, a campaign will be, like, these characters' lifetimes. Some of them grow old and retire, they have kids, those kids become, you know, your resident mages and thieves and uh, warriors and shit. The monsters are cute, 
and they have little lore things. And each camp, each major campaign is based around like their backs, like the monsters' backstories. And when you're done with all that, you can just mix and match it. Have like a four act campaign, have a two act campaign, six act campaign. I hadn't even gotten to mess around with that yet. I'm only like through like the first three main campaigns, and it's just it's really fun. And when you turn that difficulty up, it becomes terrifying. I lost my son. <laughs> no, I really, and it is, hurt. This is one of those ones that I'm hyped for console. It's gonna be good. It controls really well on controller. I'm impressed. Way better than XCOM, which two person team. Holy shit. Oh god. The the, the music sucks. Court. <laughs> but it's, just a, it's it a two person team. Yeah. That's on Steam now. It's actually at 1.0, so yeah, it's an actual release now. People fucking love it. I know Kotaku loves it. Um But yeah, number three. Oh. I hate to do this. What? No, it was it was right. I was right to do this. Returnal. Okay. I there's no there's barely any catharsis at the end of it. There's none. It's not good storytelling. Oh, for fuck's sakes. <laughs> it really pissed me off that okay, it wasn't so... even it didn't even raise an interesting question. It's just more random shit. I get to the car. Well, who was in the car? You were driving it. Were driving. But wasn't I on the road? Like it's just you didn't it didn't and, make a decision. And, and you were in the road. And you might have also been a little girl in the backseat. Fuck you. That's not the story. <laughs> it really isn't. That's a bunch of note cards on a conspiracy board. Um, okay, well, I think you're asking for... <laughs> Jesus, man. I'm not asking too much. I'm really not. You're, you're asking if for you're the gonna... wrong thing from this game. Because it's not going Give to tell you Give me a Twilight that. Zone it's, twist. It's, it's not going to tell you that. Um, it's, it's it's lost. You know? You will never know. Lost was better place. at it than this. Well, yeah, I mean, Returnal or Housemark are not narrative devs. No. They're not, and that's not what I go for them for, and that's not what this gave us. It didn't, and it was, a, again, one of the best shooters ever played. Man, those are some yes. pretty, pretty lasers. I, I just play the bosses for fun sometimes, because they're that good. I hate that eagle. He's a, he's a dick. I love the exploration in the game. It's so and good, and you're all, you never know when you're going to find something that can make or break a run. Yeah. You want to open everything, and you can barely open anything, and it's just a really good balance. And I just, every enemy is fun. You mix a bunch of enemies together, it's fun. It never feels, well, sometimes it does, but it usually, 80% of the time, it feels like you die because you made a mistake. Well, okay, in, in Returnal... must have made lots of mistakes. <laughs> yeah, in Returnal, mm-hmm. you will... The problem with Returnal is Returnal is kind of plays by Souls rules where you will meet something that you haven't met before and it will do shit that you could not have anticipated because nothing else in the game had ever done anything like this sentient is about to do to you. And it's going to kill you. That's it. Um, so it kind of suffers from that. And that degree of... De- and once you learn it... Like, you can really beat the shit out of the sentience, right? Mm-hmm. Right. But the first time you meet one, um, unless you're, like, already intuiting a lot about the game, it's going to beat the shit out of you. And that's what, what you know, stopped our good friend Chamberlain here from enjoying it. Pretty much. For many things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, but for me, when I got to those points, I tended to, you know, dodge. <laughs> and and oh, oh, attack. You got good. Well, no, I, I was just thinking. No, I was thinking about this one where um, a, a sentient comes for me. 
Uh, it does the thing where it disappears, and then I just stand there waiting for it. And then it appears in front of me in this giant attack that will usually just one-shot you. But I've already kind of dashed backwards, and I've got my sniper scope on his head, and I blow his head off with one shot. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Returnal plays like a dream. But I'm sorry, Alex, I'm stepping in top five. No, I, I, I needed to find something real quick. Okay. And I found it. And I'm ready to continue. Mm-hmm. Number two. Psychonauts 2. Okay. It's rare that I find a game that just captures my imagination. And it's rarer that that game takes... I'm going to say 15 years for a sequel. And that game is so much better than you dared hope it would be. It is a living, breathing Pixar film. Like, these, these like, claymation characters have, like, moisture on their eyes. And, like, the, the, the fabric on their clothes reflects light. It's it, it takes almost nothing to run. And it's almost a PS3 game. But it's just so beautiful. And so heartfelt. And, like, every actor in this game, they're all unknowns, are doing incredible work. I say unknowns. There's also, <laughs> there's also um, Jack Black and... Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah. Oh God, Frodo. Elise Willems. Um, Elijah Wood. Elijah Wood. Thank you. And it, it's a great script. It's a good story. The only complaints I have is that the ending is rushed, and you can see a couple places where they really wanted to have this be a level, but it's just kind of a room. <laughs> I hate it. I wish I didn't see it. And it's over way too soon. But you get a really good, complete story about how. The road to hell is paved with good intentions, and sometimes you have to forgive someone who's done unforgivable things because it's just the right thing to do, and it sucks, and you just got to grow up and deal with it. Great fucking game. Love it to pieces. I'm kind of pissed either of you haven't played it. I, <laughs> I never played the first one, though. It just wouldn't mean as much to me. It wouldn't, but it's still that good. And the thing is, it's been on sale since it came out. I don't want to think about that. The fact that Guardians has been on sale twice for like 30 percent off since its release I don't oh man death loops down to 50 yeah yeah uh, this is the... i think guardians sold pretty poorly it's kind of mm. which is a shame because that's what we should be using the marvel licenses for <laughs> linear story-based games no yes no we need... you, want, you want more Ultimate stuff like that last i want it again yes. i yes. want it in yes. new gen pretties i want to punch down a building Okay, you don't want stuff like that. Uh, the last one that came out, the Marvel. No, no, no. I don't. Avengers I don't game. want that. I don't want that. I want. I want Radical Entertainment's Incredible Hulk: Ultimate Destruction with new gen pretties, where I hold down uh, X and uh, Square, and Hulk like holds his hands out and builds up power, claps, and yeah. then I release them, and he slaps his hands together so hard that in beautiful 4K, every window in a three-block radius is shattered in a shockwave. Fuck, I want that so bad. It would be awesome. Well, Unreal 5 could do that pretty well. Did you play that Matrix thing? Yes. It does look pretty good. It, it does look no, pretty good. No, I don't think it looks as good as We're Ratchet. not there with human skin yet, but... It, it doesn't look as good as Ratchet and Clank. It doesn't look as good as uh, Demon Souls. Oh, well, well, no, I'm not talking about That's stylized. You can't car. really... I, I'm talking about the actual moving around the city. I think it looks no, better than the original Matrix. <laughs> Flying around the city looks amazing. Yeah. I thought that needed some optimization. Are you playing on Series Maybe. X? Yes, it did. You're playing on Series X, and yes, it still needs optimization, but it was actually a very small team that did that. Yes, and 
Anyway, we're stepping on Alex. Oh, you know, we both know, we've already talked about it. We both know exactly what it is. It's Inscription at number one. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. Okay. Because holy crap, this Endless mod is fantastic. And I am I have not beaten Leshy once, and I am enjoying the shit out of it regardless. I haven't even tried one of the challenges because it's just too fucking hard. But I am every time I lose, I've made I've done something different. I made like a sick deck that can fly through half a board and then stop me dead because I had one chink in my armor. I respect it. I love it. It tells I didn't get choked up, but the way it ends is so final and emotional. You, I'll spoil it. You, one of the characters figures out a way to escape the game you're playing, and the other four people, which are basically like the souls of people that are making this evil game, were like, you know what? We're too fucked up to leave. We've been in prison for 30 years. How about we just kill him and we delete the game and you just let us play one more card game each and we'll just be gone forever. And the last part of the game is just you watching pieces of the game kind of glitch out. You're not really sure they're glitches, but it's like intentional. Pieces, every like pieces just keep disappearing and disappearing after every turn. And then at the very end, like the the guy you're playing against is kind of on the ground and just dragging himself towards you, reaching out to shake your hand for one last good game. Hmm. And then your game deletes itself off your computer. That's awesome. It really uninstalls itself. Yeah, yeah, it's. I, I really crying? loved it. Are you crying right now? I really fucking loved it. Alex, are you I'm crying not crying. Right now? Okay. I'm not crying. I didn't cry in the first ten minutes of Encanto because she's a dud. That's not true. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh. she's a dud. Is that a does that phrase come up in the movie? No, that was that was my uh, projection. Oh my god. Didn't relate to her one bit. Alex. But no, great game. You should all finish it. Never got out of the like cabin. The, the stars. Do you remember that lyric? The stars don't shine; they burn, or something like that. It's it's like they also bad. shine. What kind of Lin Manuel? <laughs> the fuck are you doing? <laughs> oh, you know who the flower chick was? Uh, who's that? Yeah, who was that? She was. Um. Oh, she's on Doom Patrol. Oh, I watched that. Have you seen that? Who was? Uh, who was the the cousin who can hear really well? Because like it sounded. I like don't Rihanna. know. I thought it was the bullet from. Um, okay. We're looking this uh, up. IMDB and Hamilton, Kanto. but that was wrong because it looked like oh, her. In Ka- in IMDB and Kento movie. Okay, this needs to close. This oh, needs to the cast. Full cast and crew. Yep, I'm finding it. There you go. Oh, I don't remember her name. Julieta? Isabella? Oh, I didn't remember. I didn't. Camilo, Antonio, Dolores. <laughs> Can't remember who they are. Angie Cepeda. Oh no, that's the mom. Okay, that's the flower girl. Good God, fuck it. I don't know. I can't figure out the character's name. I only watched it once. Well, she's barely in it. It sounded, <laughs> it sounded like Rihanna to me. Yeah, I don't think it was. I know I've looked at the IMDb page, and I think that would have jumped out at me. Yeah, no, I don't think it is. So that's 2021. That's 2021. Yeah. Better than I remembered once I started making my list. I'm glad I did it. And we, we complain about how little it was this year, but at least there was a little something for each of us. Yeah, yeah we had different lists. Yeah. I like that. But if there's one that we can all agree on, it's that Ratchet and Clank is a pretty good game. It's pretty. It's pretty good <laughs> pretty game. Good. Yeah, pretty good. Well, it's just so rare that you have something as outstanding as like Spider-Man was that one year. 
I mean, or, or when did Miles come out? Was that last year? Yeah, but um, yeah. Miles was last year, but it wasn't really. It was, it was great. It was but, great, was, but it it was also right like a than. week later with Cyberpunk, you know, yeah, or something like that. Cyberpunk did kind of overshadow Miles. Plus, Miles was Spider Man again, and I loved the with story, the... but there was but just like Ratchet, there wasn't enough of it. Well, I mean, that's why they're teasing the next one. You get to play as both now. Peter and Miles. As long as it's like a full-priced game. Like, I want... The thing is, you charge this full price for this new Ratchet, too, so I'm a little concerned. Yeah, they did. Like, yes, they did. Insomniac's last two games have been really truncated little games, so I'm... I really want this next Spider-Man and Wolverine to be fucking awesome. Well, Horizon will be the barometer for that, how big Horizon... Because the last Horizon for Zero Dawn was not a short game. No, Zero Dawn was huge. Uh, I don't expect this one to be very short. Oh my god, did you watch those recent, like, Here's the New Monsters in Horizon? No. And the I want to be thing? surprised. Oh my god. Yeah, I know it's going to be great. I don't need to see more. I'm, I'm satisfied. You actually fight the turtle. Mm. Mm. I can't wait. Can you, do you fight the giraffes? Uh, the the Tolnecks? Yeah. No, you never fought one in the no, first one. They're they're but, they're they're not enemies. They won't hurt you. There's no need to attack them. But what if they get infected? And then you got to put them down. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, like got to take them down like a like an animal. No, no, mm-hmm. you could you could like you could like take over one of the flying creatures and then yeah, exactly. And then and then fly around it with a rope, just like. Didn't Luke. they say they got rid of that and get replaced it with like the goo or something? Yes, they did. That was really smart. The goo does look kind of cool, actually. They look so cool. Yeah, so there's, there's a lot to get hyped for in about a month. That's better than some years. Yeah. yeah. That's true. It's only August. It's only August. September is right around the fucking corner. And so much <laughs> stuff got pushed back to 2-2. And there's some hot, hot shit. We're gonna and speaking of 22, I'd be remiss if I didn't say that we had picked a date. <gasps> what is it? Oh, yep. It's going to be uh, December 22nd, 22. December 22nd. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Got a really good deal. All right. Right right on the holidays. Mm-hmm. So does this mean that every year your anniversary gift you only have, and for Christmas, you there you go, yeah. Your two hey. gifts or just the one? And it has to be ah. extra special or something. I'm I'm thinking I'm going to swing with an extra romantic Christmas gift every year. Hey, there we go. I mean, we can just get well, multiple presents. The other thing, I'm, getting, I'm getting looks. The other thing is, if you're, if you're, <laughs> if you're in the middle of like a trip, right? Um, to mm-hmm. go visit family, but it's the it's the twenty second. I'm sorry, family, we can't hang with you today. It's our anniversary. I have to go spend time alone with my wife, away from my weird uncles. Right? I mean, I can always play that card. Right? Exactly. I'm convinced that's when my brother in law got married on Christmas Day. Wow. See, we're not gonna do that. Wow. But Christmas Day. That is a yeah. dick move. No, you don't get to have Christmas this year. Coming to our wedding. That well, and that was also in Hawaii, so that was an interesting. Wedding. No, no, no. He's saying he had a guy. They did it on the 25th. No, I... Yeah, oh, I no, 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 no. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was oh, good. yeah. Right. Good show. 2021. We will not speak again until next year. <laughs> I loved that, that joke as a teenager. It's a I great know, joke. funny then. See you yeah. next year. I loved that. <laughs> it's so simple. It, it just works. Have a good summer. All right. In that case, I hope you both had a nice Christmas. I really did. Not too shabby. There you go. All right. 
I went on like a two-hour ride on Christmas Day on just amazing curvy roads. Hmm. It's a good time. Oh, enjoy it. Yeah, what are you doing on your motorcycle? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Well, it was, it was like 60 degrees on Christmas Day. I'm like, well, yeah. Why would I not do this? We almost, we almost hit 70. Yeah. Oh, uh, hang on. I want to see what the temperature is. Um, minus. Minus. In C. It's actually unusually hot right now in Tennessee. Oh, wait. Uh, minus 50 C. Wait, what? You guys are Fahrenheit. You guys are Fahrenheit, We're right? Fahrenheit, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah we're okay, Fahrenheit. So with the wind chill this week... It's been minus 58. Fahrenheit. Neg- oh. Yes, negative 58 Fahrenheit. Oh. That's, why, that's why I left. The you can't room. go outside. No, that's you should just be quarantining right. every winter. That's right. Yeah. Um, without the wind chill, just assuming the wind is still, it is minus 22 Fahrenheit. I don't know how you have cities. I really don't. How do they get built? It's a little chilly. Yeah. Well, it pisses me off that, that I, don't, I don't know if they were my ancestors or something, but 150 years ago or 200 years ago, some people were trucking across the prairies and they got here. And they're, like, they're like, yeah, this, this feels good. Yeah. Let us winter here. It can be survived. I don't know how they did it. Kudos to them. Right there is why I moved south. I get tired of the snow and the cold. I would have died. I totally would have died. <laughs> Do Canadians strike you as a stubborn people? No. Well. That's interesting. So like more just hardy. Um, when, when you, like, I don't know you, how you can live there and not be mad at the universe. Okay. That's just my opinion. <laughs> well, they are. They just internalize it. When, yeah. when you grow up next to a dragon, you just learn how to be comfortable walking around. Oh, it. it's just negative 58 again today. All right. Got to cover your nose. You're going to lose yeah. it. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just, just measure your gloves um, or you'll lose your fingers. Okay. We can't step outside now. Our teeth will pop like shrapnel. The guy, <laughs> the guy who drove my bus when I was in junior high, I was living way out in the boonies. My whole life I lived in cities, but for, I don't know, about four years from the time I was 13 to about 17, 18, I lived on an acreage outside of a large city in Winnipeg. And we were like out in the, we were out in the prairies, in the breadbasket of the world. We're like, you know, waving fields of wheat. And a bus would take an hour, an hour and 45 minutes every morning driving miles and miles across the countryside, picking up various children from disparate homesteading <laughs> homes all around the area and truck them into a high school. And um, and one day, the driver comes out to uh, to pick us up, and he was a funny guy. He always said things... He always, he, when he spoke, it was always a shout, like an ascending shout. Like, hey, Sarah back there! It was really kind of <laughs> loud. And when you asked him what his name was, he would tap a sign that says, my name is Fatty, call me Fatty. <laughs> and as a child, you're like, really? <laughs> but yeah. Can I do that? Is that okay? So, one day, Fatty comes out, picks us up, and he is trucking up the dirt road uh, north of our north of our uh, house to make another turn to the right to get back on the Trans-Canada Highway. And as we're trucking up the road, he is slamming through ditches or through snowdrifts on the road, crossing the road, as if he's like a, a giant <laughs> icebreaker ship that cannot afford to stop. <laughs> now, eventually, he hits a series of drifts that bring the bus to a stop. And again, Uh-oh. we're about... Hang on. Uh, 1 km to mile... We are 0.62 miles from my house. And the bus stops and it sits there for about an hour. 
No, at this point, I, I, I decide I should probably just go home. So me and my brother get off the bus and start walking. And we walk through knee-high drifts for mm-hmm. 0.62 of a mile, get back to our house. We don't have ear coverings. We were expected to be on a bus for the next hour. Um, for the rest of my life, when it gets a little chilly out, my ears will mm. tingle. Yeah. Because mm. they've been permanent. It's called frostbite. They've been yep. permanently damaged by frostbite. I have that on the back of one of my thumbs. I put my, my in college, I put my mother's car in the ditch. Okay. And I borrowed her car to go to the bank. I spun off the side of the road. And I attempted to dig it out with my bare hands. Oh, no, yeah. And frostbite in the back of my left thumb. Oh, it actually bubbled. You still have a thumb. Yeah, it actually bubbled once it like thawed out. It was pretty like gross. A beast yeah, no, it, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. It, killed, it you killed the skin. Um, yeah. That was one of my first complaints about Uncharted was when he was in the snow level. I'm like, you don't climb that without gloves. That, that yeah. would not happen. No. Nope. He's just like in a t-shirt crawl, like, climbing up a mountain. I'm like, no. Just, just the, You're hands, losing just your the feet. hands in the snow. You would die. You're losing your hands. You're losing your feet. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Blood just freezes. All right. In that case, that's 2021. Appreciate everybody listening. Happy New Year, world. Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year. Look for our hype list at some point in January. Oh, there's a lot to get hyped for. Mm-hmm. There is. We'll in see case, you in a year. Alex, thank you for being here. Of course. Chance, thank you for talking. My pleasure. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We will see you in a year. Bye-bye.